Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Why, hello, 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 Internet. It is Saturday. It is 7 p.m. Eastern. That means here on Ready Check Radio, it's time for Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up. It's nice to be back live here at twitch.tv slash readycheckradio on a Saturday night. We've had a couple of them off, and we're going to have a couple shows in a row here, and then we'll, we'll miss one in, like, mid-July. But we're fine until then. We're back, and there's been so much as far as video game shows over the last week, week and a half, that we've got an awful lot to talk about. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man. It's episode 92. If you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, iTunes, Audible, all those places, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Give it a thumbs up, a like, a subscribe, turn on notifications, all the stuff you got to do to feed the algorithm. But most importantly, if you like what we do, tell a friend. Joining me, one of my friends, Mr. Dom Greco. What's up, sir? Hello. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. It's we, the three of us chatted yesterday on MMO Bombs Always Online podcast. Thanks. We did, we did. It was very nice being there. Thank you for having me. And then the three of us, including Mr. Troy Blackburn, the noob fridge, get to chat once again. How are you, Troy? It feels like I've been forever since I've been on this show. You, you, <laughs> so I was, <laughs> what's funny is Yod uh, in the background, uh, behind the scenes, I think it was last week when he was like, hey, I don't think I can do a show this week if there's a show. And I was like, no, there, there is no show. I'm going to be in Canada. And he's like, oh, okay. And Dom, I think you did the same thing. You were like, I, I can't. Can't do this way. I'm like, dude, guys, there's no show this week. Everybody's fine. And Yod chimes in with, hey, is Troy no longer doing the show? <laughs> and I was like, no, uh, Troy's doing the show. Why? And he was like, oh, well, we've had these like breaks where everybody was off because of, you know, Final Fantasy trading card game. But in between, it was like Dom, me and, and you. And I said, oh, yeah, I said, well, there was a, a run there where he was like on every always online podcast on MMO bomb side of things. So I was trying to give him as many gaming gumbos off as I could just as like because he gets paid for that. He doesn't get paid for this. So I was trying to like take it off of his schedule. He's still here. He's still here. Believe still it or here. not, still he's here. still here. <laughs> <laughs> he's still here. But gents, it was we, we kind of dived into uh very specifically the multiplayer aspect of uh, all the different shows this past week, week and a half, right? The, the week that was not E3 with the Summer Game Fest, the Xbox Showcase, the Ubisoft Forward. Like, they, they just over and over, tons of them, you know, the, the Future Game Show, all that stuff. And there was so much dropped that we can't possibly cover it all, right? But there are some big ones that I want to hit. We did kind of mention them yesterday, but Troy, I, I know you have a take on one that I really would like you to get a little more in detail on why, because we kind of skimmed it a little bit being single player. But So here's what I think we'll do, gentlemen. I picked three that I think are like big, big announcements, and I feel like we should spend a few minutes with some thoughts on those. But then... We're going to go through the Xbox show, the Summer Game Fest, Capcom, Ubisoft Forward, Future Game Show. We're not going to talk about every game there, but we will hit some of the highlights of those shows. And if there were smaller things that you guys really 
wanted to bring to the forefront. I, I, let's just have some fun and talk some games. Sure. Why not? I mean, it, it's a game show, right? A show about games. Let's talk is about it, games. Is it a, yeah, is it a game show or a show about games? It is, is a show about games where sometimes we play games. Can, can you surprise true. us one week and turn it into a game show? Uh, I have done that on both Always Online and The Relic <laughs> Grind. I have not done it here on Gaming Gumbo yet, but yes, absolutely. So the first B-roll I've got up is Fable, which kind of mm. came out of nowhere kicking off the Xbox showcase. Uh, and honestly, I'm going to tell you, I couldn't quite figure out what the trailer was for as we were watching the trailer. And I kind of was like, well, I mean, it looks like it could be a Fable game, like really close to the end. And I was like, oh, oh okay, it is a Fable game. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, a new Fable game is a coming. The trailer was pretty funny. Like it, it was yeah. I thought there were some neat beats in there and some neat, uh, neat writing. But that's what I was going to say is I really thought the humor landed, whether whether you realized at first it was Fable or not. Uh, at least going back and knowing that it's Fable, I really enjoyed the trailer for what it is. Are you a Fable guy, yeah. Troy? Again, like you, you're not like a console dude all that often. Yeah, not really a console dude all that much. So, not not a not a huge Fable guy, but I will have to say I did enjoy this trailer quite a bit. Even though, like, it really doesn't show anything, right? Like, yeah, like one, it, it's, it's either nothing, one dude, either the, the dude's a giant or the the other's like a very tiny person. Like, you're not sure which is which, but <laughs> yeah. You know, we're going to go with he's a giant, I guess. Dave here, yeah. a vegetable enthusiast. Yeah, I assume so, because I'm assuming that's where the giant pumpkins and stuff came from. Is yeah. From him, so. Yeah. Dom, are you are you a Fable guy? Uh, I'm not. I own it. One of them on uh, Steam. Uh, I was going to play it at some point, but you know how that, how I get around the games. You know, that's just that never happens with uh, with me, uh, but I the reason I was going to get into it is we our our mutual friend uh, Indy. Uh, Indy Garona. Yeah. Uh, she is a huge, huge Fable fan. Mm -hmm. uh, and she keeps telling me it's a series that she thinks I would enjoy. And I, after watching this trailer, and it's just like, this this has like, and I, I mentioned yesterday on the Always Online, that uh, I just started rewatching Gallivant. And like, this just screams Gallivant to me. Like, it has that same kind of like, in your face, like, uh, fourth wall breaking humor. I, and I love it. So I, I may have to check this out. I don't know. And so I really, really enjoyed the first Fable. Um, what was it? Xbox? Original Xbox, I think? Or was it Xbox 360? I don't quite remember the year it came out. Somebody in chat can remind me whether it was the original. I mean, it was like early 2000s, so it had to be the original Xbox, right? OG Xbox? Yeah, cool. Thank you. So I, I really enjoyed the first Fable. I kind of dabbled in the second Fable, but I never beat it. And then from there, I just fell out because Peter Molyneux was a liar. Like, like he's just, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I don't know a nicer way to say it. Right. And, and I don't know, is he involved in this one or not? That I don't know. Because he's always talked about fable. So I, I would assume like working on a new fable and stuff like that. So I would assume he's officially involved, but I don't know in what capacity if, if he's involved at all. Chat saying no, that he's not. Okay. Fable, Peter, Molyneux. Remember Black and White? That was a great game. Mm -hmm. Peter Molyneux, New Fable. 
He has a few suggests for Fable 4. He wants freedom to remain a key part of the future of Fable. But yeah, it's kind of like people are just interviewing him about it. So maybe he's just not involved mm -hmm. in it. Uh, which maybe gives me... Yeah, well, I know Lionhead doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they yeah. can't bring him in as a consultant or a designer of some type or anything like that. It is absolutely a new studio. I will say this, though. The trailer, while fun, and I liked the trailer... I don't I don't know if I actually like the aesthetic, uh, Troy, as far as sitting there and playing a game for hours on end in that aesthetic. I thought as fun as a trailer it was, the character models were a little weird for me. They they were they were a little weird. I don't know if the art was just for me is is maybe what it is. And is it gonna kind of throw some people off that it's not the the, the more cartoony kind of look, yeah. even though you know, you know, it's a new age, we can do more graphically, maybe sometimes you shouldn't. <laughs> maybe sometimes you should stick with the aesthetic that your that your game series is kind of known for yeah if it as long as it brings back the cool magic stuff you know the i go back to like what made fable what fable 3 got like so experimental on my ass that i was i i think i played it for five minutes and i was like yeah i'm not i'm not i'm done i'm done uh and then fable the lost chapters like whatever fable one and fable two was where it was at for me. If this follows in those lines, I'm good. I'm good. I'm in. But I'm going to have to see a lot more because honestly, Fable has burnt, I I think, Fable has burnt so many of us for a while now, Dom. Yeah. no, Just absolutely. as a franchise. Part of it, too, is like, we, we saw just a tiny little bit of gameplay, but a lot of the trailers and stuff that uh, we saw here uh, throughout the course of all the reveals are a lot of cinematic trailers. Yeah. Uh, and it's hard because, like, you sit there and go, well, this looks interesting. But you could say that about any cutscene in the history of ever. Right. I, yeah. I need to judge a game by the gameplay. Yeah, and if you're not showing me the gameplay. Like? Yeah. If you're not showing me the gameplay, then I don't know if I, I even want to play your game. Like, you've hooked me on the story aspect. But that's like watching a movie trailer, right? Well, See, there's there's a prime example of that right now in Avowed where we got the cinematic trailer, what, a year ago? And it was dark and gritty, and now you're seeing some gameplay footage, and it's all colorful yeah. and, and a little, I wouldn't call it cartoony, but it's kind of leaning that direction a little bit. Um, yeah. I'm still interested, but a lot of people are turned off by that because that's not what they got in their head the first time they saw a cinematic trailer for it. I will say this, though, that I, I've... I've for this particular one, and Microsoft was throwing a lot of shade around uh, Sony not showing gameplay and then kind of, you know, <laughs> showed a smidge more across the show. But yeah. um, the I was okay with this trailer being this way because this was this was them finally confirming out loud and showing you yeah. it's a real thing. Like, this is not their I'm going to sell you the game trailer, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to show yeah. you the features. I'm going to show you. Th that wasn't this. This was... All right, we're done pussyfooting around this. Yes, Fable's on its way. Here you go. Confirmation type trailer. So I was kind of okay with it on this on that front. Yeah. Yeah, I think it works in like bigger game reveals. Um, but like um the there's an, another game here called South of Midnight, right? The trailer that looked great. looked incredible. How good that look? Oh great. My God. But how does it play? I don't know. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what type of game it is. Yeah, that, that, that's my point. Like, it looks good. I want to like it, but if 
that all trailer, of a sudden they show it and it turns into like a pixel game. Like I wouldn't want to play it. You know what I mean? Like it. The animation was just spooky. It was spot on. Mm. Like the character designs were unique without being like garish. That was you know in a very swamp bayou theme going on uh, and who they're talking to there. I don't want to spoil anything. Go watch it. It's a great trailer. But yeah, to your point, I is it. It could be a new Tetris, as far as I know. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. Uh, I might be okay with that. It's so. Tetris yeah. with a very, very wild skin. Very wild skin. <laughs> hey, one of the uh, other big ones this past week was, of course, Star Wars Outlaws, mm-hmm. uh, published by Ubisoft, your, your boys and girls over at Ubisoft, and um, developed by, what, Massive, I think? Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Outlaws. I just want to make sure it's massive. It is ma- it's massive. It's massive. Yes, yeah, massive, massive entertainment. entertainment. Yeah. Uh, so this one's taking place in between uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. We've got kind of got like a very uh, smuggler esque storyline. So kind of like you know, let's capitalize on the Han Solo experience, but not have you control Han Solo. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. let's let's do let's do that. Uh, let's do that. And uh, we got Nyx in here, this little creature that's running around with our main character the entire time who's kind of being, uh, you know, the old smuggler themselves. What would you think of this one, Dom? I like that it's a companion that's like a, a, a live companion as opposed to like a robot like we had with the Jedi uh, survivor and, and or whatever the other. There's Ball always got to be a companion, right? Oh. Yeah, there has yeah. to be. I mean, that's, that's kind of a staple of, of Star Wars. Um, and I think like really looking at this and I'm, I'm excited for this. I did watch like the, the footage, the gameplay footage as well. Um, I'm really excited for it. And I, I think one of the smartest things, and I don't know if this was decision on Disney's behalf or, or LucasArts or, or whatever, but like not sticking to one publisher and just licensing out the IP to different publishers and, and stuff like that is probably the smartest move they've ever made. Because otherwise we'd be stuck in the era like you go you look back and like we'd be stuck in the era of EA, you know, yeah. and it's like yeah. you, you wouldn't have all these other games to be able to come out and like all different things and people get their own takes and spins on it. it this is one of the best things that could have happened to this, you know, this franchise. Yeah, well, and I mean, EA kind of screwed their own pooch there, didn't they, yeah. Troy, with with Battlefront 2? And that's yeah. kind of what made Disney <laughs> go, you know what, maybe we're going to. We're gonna go ahead and look at you having the exclusive license here. But since then, though, we've had multiple projects, including single-player open-world stuff that there's a huge appetite for, and and then all of a sudden, Jedi Fallen Order comes out. It's well received. It sells well, and EA is like, "Oh shit, yeah, people did want this. Okay, fine, yeah, no, no problem." Uh, But we have seen projects canceled over the last couple of years too, and for for good and bad and unknown reasons. This one's slated for 2024. That's really like all we know. Yeah. I just want a Nyx. I want I want one of those little guys. <laughs> I want I don't know if you guys know this. Uh Nyx is actually voiced by D. Bradley Baker. Do you know who that is? D. Bradley Baker uh is a voice actor that has done so much Star Wars stuff. <laughs> no. So much. He does every single clone trooper in the Clone Wars. Like all of them. All of them. And in the the spinoff, the Bad Batch, uh, he does eleven or so characters in the Star Wars Resistance show. And on the game side of things, 
He was in Star Wars Jedi Knights, Jedi Academy, and he played characters in Star Wars The Clone Wars, Republic Heroes, The Force Unleashed, its sequel, Clone Wars Adventures, The Old Star Wars The Old Republic, Kinetic Star Wars, Boba Fett uh, in uh, Disney's Infinity, Star Wars Battlefront, and its sequel, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So if you've played a Star Wars game, you've heard his voice, but really all you're going to hear is like little grunts and beeps and you know noises from him because yeah. he's du- he's playing Nick's. He's playing Nick's. That that dude's love, awesome. I love that guy. It's like when they brought like Clooney in on on South Park to yeah. bark like a dog, yeah. you know, like <laughs> Yeah. I can't wait for this one. It does leave me in like a mixed spot though, like very much in that Activision spot Dom where it's like I don't want to give Ubisoft money. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just don't want to give massive. I fine. I want to support them. Uh, but sadly, so like this may not be unless it's on Game Pass. This is going to be multi-platform, right? This one was not exclusive to the Xbox or anything. But right. um, so it's, uh, you know, probably won't be on Game Pass. But if it's there, I'll go ahead and play it. If not, I might pick this one up used. Just Ubisoft just leaves the bad taste in my mouth for the employee treatment stuff that Activision does, too. Yep. But damn, as a Star Wars fanboy, that's such a hard... Like, that's harder for me, Troy, than not buying Diablo 4. <laughs> that's so hard. Uh, especially when it looks like it's going to be uh, an interesting story. Uh, yeah. Going the smuggler route, not, not uh, you know, lightsabers and Jedi and stuff. You got you got an opportunity to tell a really different story this time around. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Do, are we going to see any classic characters from the OG trilogy, do you think? I mean, obviously, in between Empire and uh, Return of the Jedi, we're, we're probably not going to see Han unless we happen to just, you know, hang out with Jabba a little bit and see Han on the wall. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like, Leia's, Luke's, any of those, are we going to bump into any of them, do you think? See a Boba Fett or something like that, sort of making an appearance, maybe. Especially when you got the guy who does the voice for him uh, in the game. I could see a little, a little cameo of, of somebody. Dom, care to make a prediction? Oh, mm. I want. Uh, I'm gonna butcher the name on this so so bad. I want Jabba's little creature, Salacious, oh, Salacious Crumb. Crumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Salacious. Yeah, I want him. You just want the laugh. That's all I want. That's, yeah. that's all. That's all. That's Damina's favorite Star Wars yeah. character from all the movies. Nice. Who is Salacious Crumb? She's like, I love that little guy. I'm like, he is ugly as sin. <laughs> <laughs> He's funny though. How is uh, he funny? All he does is laugh. <laughs> that's what's funny about him. <laughs> How can it not be funny if he's laughing? He's having a great time. I kind of agree with Takal in chat that it's probably going to be more of like a, you know, hey, Luke walked by type thing. Like, we're not going to heavily interact with those characters, but like little fan nods. It'll it'll be cameos. Exactly. A little little appearance. I'd like to see more like expanded universe characters that we know. Like, you know, maybe Prince Shizor makes an appearance or something. You know, like Uh, things like that. He's dead, though, because that's pre... In this timeline? That's pre-Empire. I thought thought he existed between Empire and and Jedi. Mm, I thought thought the whole... Empires was in between uh, New Hope and Empire, and no Vader shadows of the Empire. The Don't you remember the N sixty four game? It takes yeah, place at the Battle of Hoth. It starts there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah so I guess yeah. that could. I mean, you could. Yeah. I want a Thrawn game. I want a Thrawn game. No, give me a Thrawn game. 
Mm. Oh, once he once he makes his appearance in Ahsoka, you're gonna get all yeah. kinds of Thrawn stuff. I bet. I can't wait. Thrawn was always one of my favorite alt uh, universe characters. And now some of his stories aren't even canon. But that's okay, because Timothy Zahn wrote new stories that are canon. So go. I mean, if, right. this, is, if this is a smuggler game, though, we gotta we have to do the bounty hunters. You get Bosk, Dengar, yeah, yeah, yeah. IG-88, Boba, yeah. you know, yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, I mean, it, it, the way they preface this and, like, you know, we're talking about it. Like, she's not actually a bounty hunter. She just kind of accidentally gets into that lifestyle and then is like, oh, yeah, this is a good lifestyle and I want this lifestyle and then pursues it. So... It seems like we're going to be taking somebody that is not a Han Solo, is just normal, everyday person trying to make a living, and then they're like, you know what? I want to be a criminal, which I'm all for. <laughs> I'm all for. Let's do it. Let's do it. The other, the third really big one, we'll get this out of the way, Troy. Starfield. September mm-hmm. 6th, coming out. So we've only got a few months, a little less than three months. This will also be a day one game pass title uh much anticipated if you liked mass effect you've probably been watching starfield will it actually come out on the sixth yeah i think so i think so yeah yeah i mean this one's already been delayed even though they didn't give official dates uh for the original but it was a a delay to the game so i think the sixth will it work i don't know it's you know it's bethesda so it is bethesda (laughs) who, who knows how much of it'll work uh, Single-player RPG, they talked about all the customization you could want, whether it's on the character side of things, your ship. They even show in one of the videos, because there was a whole like 40-minute deep dive after the Xbox showcase into just Starfield, and they showed them building ships. And not only can you customize different bits and bobs and equipment and stats and stuff on the ship, but you, they, they literally built a whole ship that just looked like Optimus Prime, made out of like just big crates and then they had its feet rocket thrust and they had it take off like just incredible customization want to go to a planet yeah go there now we've heard all this stuff with no man's sky before and and games that have tried to do this now bethesda taking its crack at it troy i guess we'll start with you how pumped are you for starfield Starfield is just not doing it for me. Um, I'm, I'm just not seeing anything that's making me scream, oh my God, I have to play this game on day one. Uh, I've got to be ready to go. Uh, it's it's It looks like Fallout 4 meets No Man's Sky. It's, it's Bethesda, so we know it's going to be buggy, and we know it's going to be broken. We know it's not going to work on day one. I just, I'm just, I'm just not feeling it for for Starfield. I'm not saying it's going to be a bad game. I'm not saying that it's going to be the worst game ever. It's just not done anything okay, for me. Wait thus a minute. Far. You like single player RPG type experiences. Uh, you like games in space. You like building ships and vehicles in various games and having customization over that and your character. You like exploration games. How is this not? Tailor made for Troy. It's just uh, what they've shown so far just hasn't excited me. Uh, they haven't shown anything like the customization looks cool. And yeah, I would enjoy customizing a ship, but I'm not one of those super creative types that are going to make Optimus Prime and roll it into space. <laughs> so I'm not going to make anything cool like that. Mine's going to look like a thrown together piece of junk <laughs> hurtling through the atmosphere. Yeah, but that's uh, your story. Then you you are yeah. the you you're the art the character that just hey I had a few 
pieces of string and some tin cans. So. Room together, let's go. Gummy ship. I can't Gummy believe like up. you are. Not only are you like, ah, eh, I want to wait to see more. You are like, no, I'm just no. And I am, <laughs> I am like so yes. It's not even funny. <laughs> I'm and I'm right and in I the middle. know it's gonna be broken. Like I know that going into it, and I yeah. know I need to be tempered because of things like No Man's Sky that made all of these same promises and is only now, years later, finally starting to deliver the the pro- some of those promises to players. Uh, but it was too late for me. I never went back. I am certainly worried that this may do the same thing. 100%. But everything, like that 40-minute 40, 40 showcase afterwards, I was just like, oh. Like making a, a bowl of popcorn sitting there. I was. I yeah. was. I rewound it a couple of times. I'm like, no <laughs> way. Let me see that again. Let me see that again. Oh, no. I'm super pumped for Starfield. I was always interested in it, even when there was a shot at it coming out late last year, according to some rumors, which turned out to be false, obviously. But I, I was interested in it then. Now I'm super interested in it. And then, Dom, you said you're kind of right in between Troy and I here. Yeah, I'm in the middle. Like, it doesn't look like a bad game. It looks like something I might kind of enjoy. It's not really my style game, and we know my track record, right? If I say I'm going to play it, I'm probably not going to play it. Like, I don't know, I man. Don't, I'm just a, I know? was a huge Mass Effect guy, and yeah. so, yeah, give me more of it, right? That type of single RPG, just do whatever you want. And I was one of the few that actually liked some aspects of Mass Effect that did not make it into Mass Effect 2 and 3. Because, like, I like just taking off to a planet, landing, exploring, and in some cases finding nothing, right? Yeah. Because that's space. <laughs> that's <laughs> space. There isn't something exciting and amazing on every single planet that you're going to land on. In fact, you may have a hard time finding planets, right? Like, that's space. Um, and I know some of that was taken out in Mass Effect. Like, Yod, I'm sure, is interested in this. I see him in chat. He's like, it's Bethesda. It's going to be broken. There's, there's a ton of promises here. I know. I am tempering. This is me tempering <laughs> my enthusiasm for the game. Could you imagine if this wasn't Bethesda? If this was a mm. somebody I had a little more faith in? Like, oh, my God. I wouldn't have a shirt on right now. <laughs> <laughs> we run around screaming, go woo! Look at that oh my god! I do like that it's Game Pass, Troy. Day one, of course. That uh, that saves some dollars to check it out for that sure. Definitely, especially saved now some that dollars. I am a Game Pass guy. Yeah, that totally saved me some Redfall money. I'm just gonna let you know. Yeah, <laughs> amen to that. That uh, totally saved me some Redfall money. Played a couple hours of Redfall, and I was like, "Well, I can just be done with this now." You haven't gone back? Played. No, I haven't been back. Played I know they've released the patches and stuff, but uh, I haven't been back. I got a friend who's interested in checking it out, so probably when he jumps in again with with some of the new patches and stuff they've released, and some yeah. of the things they've said they fixed, um, I'll probably check it out again at some point. But it just hasn't been anything that's on my radar right now. So as yeah. editor in chief of uh, MMO Bomb, you know I have to proofread articles and uh, make assignments and stuff like that, and also think about you know SEO value. But I don't like clickbait, so I kind of find find ways to straddle that line. You know, uh, mm-hmm. much to our detriment, we just don't do clickbait. It's just not our thing. 
And and so there were times like I'll read an article from Troy and I'm like, nah, your headline's kind of lame. And I'll say, hey, Troy, do something with that headline. It's boring. And he'll come back with something else and it's fine. There are other times when I'm like, mm, that headline's not going to cut it. And I ain't sending it back because I got it right in my head what needs to go there. So on the Redfall Update 1.1 article that they just released uh, this past week on the 12th, Troy had just a pretty basic headline, right? You know, that they put this update out there. Um, I changed it to Redfall Update 1.1 aims to make the AI not as dumb, the open world more dangerous, and stabilize things a bit. (laughs) (laughs) I figured... That's pretty accurate. That is not clickbait, my friends. Yeah. (laughs) Make the AI not as dumb, the open world more dangerous. Uh, What else did we see? So let's go with the Xbox game show. We saw Star Wars. We we talked about South of Midnight, um, and that just looks incredible. But I have no clue. I mean, they just said, hey, the tone of the game is macabre. Okay. I believe you. Uh, Yeah. Uh, 33 Immortals looks a little interesting, I think. And Troy, this yeah. is one we might have to actually cover at MMO Bomb, but I didn't even kind of register that when I was watching the show. Yeah. As a 33-player co-op. And it was just like top-down dudes running everywhere, taking on enemies. It looked kind of interesting. Yeah, it just says pick up and raid. So Yeah. Yeah. My question is, can you group? Can you can you get 32 <laughs> other friends in a party and go? Or are you just queuing with 32 random people? Ah, that's got to be friends. random. Right? <laughs> yeah, but if even if I wanted to play with like two or three people, like, can I do that? Like, uh, that's these are sure. the things I need to know going into it. You know? Sure. Sure. Uh, Troy, keep an eye on that one. Maybe do up an article on it next week. Okay. Uh, payday three. Yeah, we knew that one was coming, so we got a little bit there. Persona 3 Reload, finally seeing some of those over on the Xbox. And then Avowed, Troy, you kind of already talked about maybe that not being uh, received as well as it originally was. Yeah, I'm still interested in it myself because the art style doesn't bother me, but I but I understand that it's not what... Uh, it's very clear why some people had something else in their head. <laughs> so you're going to play a first-person fantasy title, but you aren't going to play Starfield. Right. You and... You're confusing me. You like RPGs. Uh, sea of Thieves is doing a little The Legend of Monkey Island uh, kind of new content thing. The only thing I thought that was... Inter- I love Monkey Island. The only thing I thought was interesting here, though, um, Dom, was that uh, Ron Gilbert, the creator of Monkey Island, didn't know they were doing this. What? <laughs> How does that even happen? Well, I mean, he doesn't work on it anymore, but he, I guess like he 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 was given a heads up like briefly before it was revealed. He was not like consulted in any way or was not like a participating in the creation of or providing guidance for like he was just as surprised as everybody else. He was like, I that do wish be... it, I do wish it luck. I, you know, I, I, I like the game. I'm not speaking ill of it, but. I was not involved in any way, nor was I asked to be. That would be like making a seventh and eighth Star Wars movie and not cluing in George Luke. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, uh, Microsoft Flight Sim 2024, and then also the current Flight Sim getting a Dune expansion. So if you like those like <laughs> hummingbird vehicles from Dune, that's going to be like crazy. That. Yeah. 
I'm the, the I'm crashing. Helicopter I'm, was really cool. Yeah, it was. I'm crashing 747s. I can certainly crash these. Not a problem. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Senua's Saga Hellblade Two. Am I the only one that just doesn't care anymore? I feel like I I've been seeing trailers for these forever. It was just a. It was such a, such a critical game that uh, reviewed critically well that has been everywhere ever since it came out. All you ever see is how good it is, how good it is, and it just maybe they've oversaturated the market. I don't know. I don't know. Anything else? Uh, oh, I guess you want to talk Overwatch 2 a little bit there, uh, Dom. I mean, it looks good. I'm excited for it. Like, I know you're upset about the money. I'm not happy about the money, like having to put $15 down to play the, the PV, but it looks, it's what I wanted out of it. I didn't care so much about talent trees and all these other bells and whistles. Like, I know other people were excited for it. I don't need that. I just want the story. Uh, the the trailer was very story action packed, so it's got everything I was looking for. Uh, August tenth, not too far away, so you know. I guess. I don't know. Whatever. I, don't, I was more interested though in uh, the the rock climbing one. Uh, what was it? Uh, just Jusant or something? Yeah, ju- um, Jusant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And That's the, from uh, Don't Nod. I like mm-hmm. Don't Nod. Yeah, it looked really very relaxing, kind of interesting. Uh, and the other one that really peaked uh, was the uh, the uh, Still Wakes the Deep. Yeah, I was going to bring that one up because that look, mm-hmm. looks like it could be very Lovecraftian, which immediately piques my interest. But they didn't really they didn't really show a lot in the trailer. It's just enough that I'm like going to watch it now. Yeah, kind of mm-hmm. see where it goes. Just kind of like, is this survival horror out in the middle of the ocean? Because I'm all for it. Yeah. yeah, I'm absolutely all for it. And then Cyberpunk's getting Phantom Liberty, Keanu Reeves, uh, coming back to reprise the role there. And who knows? Maybe this expansion will work. Um, I know they've improved it. Shut up. We all remember how it launched. <laughs> uh, Summer Game Fest, Troy. What did you see at Summer Game Fest that really uh, tickled your fancy? Summer Game Fest. Uh, let's see. Path of Exile Two gameplay um, was pretty to look at. There wasn't a lot of it, but we're going to get a lot more on uh, the twenty eighth of July. So it'll oh, yeah, be interesting to see because they're going to like, yeah, they're going to like full reveal that thing apparently uh, then. So it'll be interesting to check that out. Um, Lies of P has been very popular. The demo uh, on Twitch. I've seen a lot of people playing that on YouTube on Twitch. And really enjoying that. Um, and Alan Wake 2. I will always be interested in Alan Wake 2. You're also Alan watching Wake. Warhaven too. More for the MMO bomb side of things. And eventually yeah. doing a first look. But I know you like battling and having sword and board. I, that's something Jason Winters wanted for a while. Is like actual sword and board. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've actually been able to check that one out a little bit. So, well, and some of the uh, some of the abilities in the uh, the newest trailer, where a guy just takes a shield and just charges across the battlefield and stuff, like some of that stuff looks like me. <laughs> like I, I, I could see myself being like, "Yeah, this is it right here, buddy. I'm just gonna charge through everybody, <laughs> knock them all back." We had already known and reported on like a week ahead of the show that Nick Cage was coming to Dead by Daylight, and they had him there. Did you see that portion of the show, Dom? I did not know. I missed that. I, I maybe wasn't. Maybe it was just me. I thought it was really uncomfortable and awkward. Like, <laughs> I mean, isn't that just Nick no, Cage? No, more so than I expected for a Nick Cage moment. <laughs> like, 
Okay. He, he was there because he was contractually obligated. <laughs> <laughs> he said that he what was. Is, what is it? Marshawn Lynch said during the Super Bowl, <laughs> "I'm here so they don't find me." Yeah, <laughs> he's. I mean, he said that he was doing it because his kid, you know, his kid would, likes the game. I would imagine though it was such like it's it's kind of like a, a needed thing now with like the reception that Keanu got for like originally when with Cyberpunk, like they they want to create some of these big moments again uh, on stage, so. The, from what it sounds like, this was not it. What do you think of uh, some of the titles there at Summer Games? Uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, I oh, like seeing the actual yeah. gameplay. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's one that I've uh, I hope really, like, really been looking for. They showed like those the transition from like cutscene into fighting, and it was like the yep. full environment that they were in the cutscene was it. There was no blackout or anything. The camera just yeah. pivoted in the environment. They, that was really. They slick. started doing that. They started doing that with I think ten, but it, it's so smooth now. Yeah, so smooth. Yeah. Do you like the Do you like the cameo thing where you, other fighters jump in and and sort of help? Like in the the, fight? the tag team, yeah, yeah, the tag team game mode. Yeah, it looked really interesting. Uh, I'm excited for it. That's one that I'm. It's not. It's not a Mario Rabbids where it's like I want to play it and I'm gonna play it and it's sitting here <laughs> and I you know it's a prop on my desk at this point. Um. I'm actually gonna play Mortal Kombat when it comes out. I don't care. Like, I'll believe it when I see it. No, I'm doing it. Hey, Lord of the Rings: Return to Moria is another Lord of the Rings game coming out, and I mean, it wouldn't be hard to be better than Gollum. So let's wish it luck uh, mm -hmm. on that front. Pal <laughs> yeah. World, if you're looking for Pokemon, except you're using guns, January <laughs> 2024. Uh, that's uh. one Dom's been watching. I have, and I just I rewatched the the trailer again today, right? And I love one of the comments is like something along the lines of like how close this is to like Nintendo, and uh, you can tell which redacted it looks like. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like oh my god, like it's I don't I don't know how they're not sued at this point or. Or uh, you know, taken down or Dom's whatever. camera froze and it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the camera froze. It's yeah, yeah on my it's, end. it's absolutely amazing. <laughs> it's trying to reconnect now. <laughs> yes, no. It's trying to reconnect now. We we should have it in a second there. Uh, we also saw Final Fantasy VII Rebirth coming next year on two discs. If you want some opinions on that, head over to the Relic Grind from Thursday. And we'll give you all of our opinions on that. Then we had uh, Capcom Showcase. And we're doing these in no particular order. Freaking Dragon Do Dragon's Dogma 2, Troy. That's where it's all about. Can I get you on some Dragon's Dogma at least? Uh, I will have to say the Capcom Showcase was probably my uh, least paid attention to. And the one that I care the least about. You didn't really miss much. <laughs> I like Dragon's Dogma, too, mm. and I liked uh, Exoprimal, but there are two things I was already watching. Uh, I mean, there's Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective, That's yeah, and then uh, they gave a little bit of uh, Ace Attorney trilogy stuff and some Pragmata stuff, but I was... Give me some Exoprimal. I streamed it again, the beta, this past weekend. <laughs> Dom's camera is still off. <laughs> <laughs> Just look, look at it clocking. I wonder if he lost internet connection because now I can't hear him either. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> it, 
It wasn't me. It was him. <laughs> Mike's just happy it wasn't him. When, dude, I'm not going to lie. When I saw it freeze in Streamlabs, I was like, oh, God. And then I turned and I looked it's at Discord happening. and I was like, ah, it's his camera. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Um, What else? Oh, Ubisoft Forward. Well, you saw what you said was the best thing you've seen about Skull and Bones the entire time so far. It was the, the sea shanty. The sea shanty was really good. Too bad the game's going to be garbage. That's another one that I... Are you disappointed by that? Because that's another one that I could see, man, you really wanting a good open-world pirate thing. Like, yeah, Sea of know, Thieves didn't do it for you. Dude. We didn't go back to Sea of Thieves. You know, yeah. first impressions, yada, yada. Yeah, but I, I definitely, when they first announced this, I was all aboard. Uh, my Discord group, we were like, yeah, let's add this to, like, the games feed in the Discord. So right. that we can keep up with the game and stuff like that. So we were keeping up with it. And then it just started looking worse and worse and worse. And, you know, it's still in the games feed there. But nobody talks about it. Nobody pays any attention to it uh, other than the Sea Shanty video. I don't know. We're going to get a beta soon. Well, I, I will just either confirm or deny everything that we think we know. When is I that? got a bad feeling this is going to confirm everything we think we know. Here's Game Rant saying new Skull and Bones beta comes with a big catch. But it comes, here's a, we're going to, gamers will finally be able to play Ubisoft's long-delayed Skull and Bones project in an upcoming closed beta, but it comes with one big catch. The game's been subject to numerous delays. Well, what's the catch? Why, why are your articles so dumb? Uh... Mm -hmm. The beta, however, will not be available for consoles and will only be on PC. While signups for the closed beta were originally available for the PS5 and the Xbox Series X on the website, Ubisoft has since removed them, giving the report of a console delay more credibility. Furthermore, a developer on the game told the site that the beta was never actually intended for consoles. <laughs> huh. uh -huh, uh -huh. Sounds about right. Because why the hell would you beta test your game on consoles? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, let this PC folks just do it for you. That uh, that can't bode well. Like that just that can't. No, nothing about this game bodes well. There's there's nothing about the history of this game. Uh, what we hear about what's going on in the in the background, what we see uh, in 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 any what little snippets of gameplay and stuff like that that we've seen. Uh, there, there's nothing positive about this game out there right now. I'm sure Dom has something to say positive about it since he's back. Welcome back. All right, what game are we talking about? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Skull and Bones, uh, Ubisoft Skull Forward. Skull and Bones. Uh, I want to like it. I want to, but they're not giving me any reasons to. I will say Prince of Persia Lost Crown looked awesome. Oh my God! Did I it ever? I love Prince of Persia as yeah. a series, and I, I I wish they wouldn't have gone with this art aesthetic. I wish they would have like harkened back to updated like PS2 Sands of Time that style, mm -hmm. just in an updated HD format. But I can live with it. I love the Prince of Persia series, and some of the abilities here look so freaking cool. They I do, great. even though the the art aesthetic, yeah. But I do remember I, when I was watching the trailer. I don't know if they didn't announce that it was Prince of Persia, or I just missed 
but I was seeing the trailer. I was like, man, is this Prince of Persia? So I guess I guess they kind of nailed the Prince of Persia Dude, uh, sort of sort of feel really of the game. Really weird that you say that because Demina, while I was watching the show, I had to watch it later, and so I I hit play on it, and Demina was sitting at her desk, and I was watching this on my other monitor, and I was like, I I wasn't paying attention. It was white noise. Trailer came up, and and I was like, oh man, that looks cool. And she was like, what is it? And I said, I uh, I don't know. I mean, it looks like it could be a new Prince of Persia or something. And then all of a sudden, same exact thing, Troy. And I was like, well, I mean, to your point, yeah, I guess. Because both of us were like, that's a Prince of Persia game. <laughs> yeah, that looks like yeah. a Prince of Persia game. What did you guys yeah. think of Avatar? Oh, so I'm sitting here watching this. I'm watching it with one of my friends. And I'm like, this game looks beautiful. I, I'm not a huge fan of the story of Avatar. Even the story of the game didn't sound too intriguing to me. But like... The world is just beautiful, and the gameplay looks smooth. Everything looks great about it, and I'm sitting here going, I really hope this is multiplayer. I really hope this is multiplayer. And then, like, the final thing that they were announcing was that there's going to be co-op multiplayer for the campaign. I'm like, okay, I'm sold. I'm playing this. It does look gorgeous. Mm -hmm. it, do it does look pretty. I couldn't care less about Avatar. I haven't even bothered watching the second movie on nope. uh, Disney+. Plus. I haven't seen it yet either. All right, let's finish up with um, what? What show do we have left? Oh, future games, future, future games, games showcase, future games showcase. So there's something that's making me a little sad right now that was shown off at Future Games. Why okay. this was at Future Games, I'm not exactly sure. It was a new trailer from Bloober for Layers of Fear. Not really a future game at that point. Uh, you know. Went ahead and already came out. Um, it's uh, not doing so hot on the review side of things. It's not. It's not doing so hot, and it's it's making me a little sad, Dom. Yeah, I have not picked it up yet, but it's also weird. IGN six out of ten, Gamespot five out of ten, PC Gamer ninety percent. What? <laughs> okay. PC Gamer saying the first two games receive a deft remake into one package with new story to tie them elegantly together. GameSpot, on the other hand, says Bloober Team's horror series is reimagined from the ground up, but the foundation still feels shaky. IGN says not quite fright. <laughs> Little all over the place. Little yeah. all over the place. I love check it out regardless. Yeah. yeah, I haven't yet. I haven't. I, I'm not gonna lie. I honestly forgot it came out. Yeah, I did too until today when like I saw. We were literally one of my talking Twitch about it, it on multiple shows. How we yeah. could not wait for this remake came yep. out two days ago now, and so I guess technically it was Future Games. It was like two days. <laughs> yeah, from the show to when it was released. Two days in the future. Yeah. What'd you like at the show, Dom? Tell me. Uh, Instinction. Instinction looked great. Um, what the hell was um, that? I don't know if I remember that one. That was the, the dino game with the, the oh, guns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That well, you, one, just uh, want, you just want a dino crisis. That's why. I do. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I just want dinosaurs that are not Jurassic Park. That's all I want. Like, Exoprimal, in, baby. Yeah, I killed maybe. over 2,000 raptors last night on, or yesterday on stream. 
They're going to fall out of portals in the sky. I don't know about that. What else? This just looked fun though, because I, I like it wasn't even just the dino aesthetic, but it was like the the ancient ruins aesthetic that really caught my eye on that one. Um, so <laughs> Ninja Panda uh, says remaster or remake it already. <laughs> dino crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that's the that's next. That's next for sure. Uh, Lords of the Fallen looked really good too. Yeah, that one's been hard to like avoid, and but I think I'm gonna end up having to buy into that one. Yeah. I think so too. I watched the trailer for it twice, um, and then and then I guess my final recommendation will be Troy's favorite ga- game, uh, Headbangers Rhythm Royale. Yeah, Troy, why do you hate that game too? Why do you hate everything good and fun? <laughs> I don't want Starfield. Don't let me explore space on my own timetable. No, I don't want to do that. Play a competitive fun rhythm game with crazy pigeons headbanging and wearing Fall Guys skins and stuff. No, no, that looks Look, fun. Somebody on this show has to hate fun, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so then what did you like for future games? I liked uh, the Daymare 1994 Sandcastle trailer caught my attention. Um, I don't know that it overly impressed me, but it got me to click on the on the trailer to watch it a couple of times. And then the the cycle, uh, which was the uh, post apocalyptic city builder, uh, I'm really interested in that. That looks that looks really cool. Stray Gods, the role playing musical, was one of those little things that like looked interesting to me, but I also was like, this is really bizarre. Like, I don't know how much I would be into this, but I like that it exists. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense, right? I I like that somebody's making something like this. But I feel like it's not for me. It's not for me. And then they showed off, like, I loved, they did, like, a whole Unreal Engine 5 showcase where it was, like, just not a specific game. They were just, like, different vistas, demos, some game projects coming from Unreal 5. And that looked freaking incredible. Yeah. Freaking incredible. Incredible. What about about Cuphead 2? Yeah, I don't... I can't remember if I actually beat the first one or not. Well, it's not actually Cuphead 2. It's what? Enchanted Portals? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's basically Cuphead 2. It's basically Cuphead 2. What was your favorite thing revealed at Totally Not E3, Troy? What is the single title that is a must day one purchase for you besides Starfield? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, probably Star Wars Outlaws will have to be it. Um, definitely interested in a non-Jedi. Uh, not that I have any problem with Jedi. I don't hate Jedi, um, oh, but I'm I'm ready. I'm ready everything. for a story. I'm ready for a story that doesn't center around them, and they can tell they can tell a really unique story uh, outside of replacing sort of Jason Winter with you was like not making a replacement at all. You both hate yeah. everything, right? Dom. The single thing that is a day one purchase will absolutely be opened, installed, and booted up day one. Mortal Kombat 1. I figured. I figured. I'm going Starfield, and, and baby. Probably, I'm going Starfield. probably Instinction, too. I'm, I'm now on the hype train. Guarded, albeit, but I am on the Starfield hype train. Let's slide over and do Games of the Week. Games of the Week is the way we end every episode of Gaming Gumbo here. It's where uh, each of us is going to give you a game. Could be something we've played, are playing, have never played, but think you should on 
consoles, PC, mobile devices, tabletop games, card games, whatever, and you let us know in the comments who gave the best recommendation. And while you're there, tell us the single title you're most pumped for from any of the game shows over the past week and a half or so. Uh, I'm going to go first. I had to do some chores this afternoon, and then I had like two hours to before the show, so I was like, I'm going to pull out the Steam Deck and just play something. So I played a little Metroid Dread. I went and played a little Tony Hawk Pro Skater on the PS1, the original, not the PS5 uh, remake. And then I played Lunar Silver Star Story Complete on the PlayStation 1 for the rest of my little relaxation time. And I got to say, if you like turn-based RPGs and you haven't played it, it's a hell of one to play. Go play it. Lunar Silver Star Story Complete. That's my game of the week. What do you got, Dom? Uh, I've just been playing a lot of uh, Diablo 4 in my free time. Uh, I'm not, like, going crazy. I'm My character's only level 28, which is ridiculous, I know, for some of you. It's my highest level. Me, and I thought I yeah. was going slow. <laughs> but I, I'm going super slow. I'm reading all the dialogue, like, listening to everything, all the quests, like, all the side quests. Just listening, taking the world in. I'm not trying to rush it in any capacity, and I am having a blast. Hey, is it as cosmetic microtransactions that aren't really micro, they're fucking macro, as I'm seeing? Like, the very, no, the best cosmetics are, are, in the like, cosh, are in the cash shop, and they're not cheap? Yeah, like 20-something bucks. Yeah, they're, they're definitely not cheap, but they're still cosmetics they're optional they're like, still very ignorable ignore the shop completely yeah I don't, I don't care if you put a horse up there for a hundred bucks like you know we could sit here and criticize it all day long but at the end of the day no one's twisting your arm you don't have to buy it mm, that's a d- discussion for a different time because i think there's psychological forces at play there that are minimized when you take that argument uh troy what do you got game of the week uh, I'm going with a tabletop game as usual. I'm going oh, with that's Azul. such a great game. Damn it, you win. Yeah, a tile laying <laughs> game. Uh, you're drafting tiles. You're, there are rules on how you can place them, and you gain points as you're placing your tiles. Uh, a fantastic, especially a, a really good gateway game. If you're not into the heavy hobby of board games, Azul is a great place to start. Oh, yeah. Uh, then it'll be like heroin. You'll be buying a board yeah. game every three days. <laughs> I've got a I've got a friend who's coming over tonight that uh, he's already got his own little board game shelf. I've been a bad bad influence. Oh, he can now take a shelfie. Oh, and, and Azul oh. Azul, funny enough, was the very first game I ever played with them. It's a good game, damn good game. That's gonna do it for us here at Gaming Gumbo. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we will be back next week with both the Relic Grind and Gaming Gumbo. No Torchwick after the show today. He's hanging out with some friends now that he's back in town from uh, his first year at college. But uh, Tarkoth will be live later tonight with some Final Fantasy 15. so make sure you're following Twitter. Until next time, Troy, where can everybody find you? I'm on the socials at Noob Fridge. Dom? I mean, down below at uh, It's Sister. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there at Magic Man One, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R A I D E O, and you'll know every time we go live with a po- podcast, Final Fantasy TCG, game streams, and more. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. I'm